Hello, Mama. Hope your day is just wonderful. We are uh, surviving over here. <laughs> More sickness. It just doesn't stop. I, yeah, I could probably hear it in my voice. Made it to the doctor for like the third time in two weeks, I think. <laughs> Different child. But it's like I've realized that having three children, the the uh, likelihood of uh, sickness, whether going to the doctor or getting up in the middle of the night, it increases. <laughs> Makes sense. I get it. But I never really thought that through before. Not that I would change <laughs> the number of children we have. But goodness, is it intense. Like... Oh, I'm just over it. So, uh, but feeling good that I get to be here with you. Everyone's sleeping. So praying that continues because there's been lots of coughing happening, <laughs> including with me. Um, but I'm so excited to continue our series today on being daughter of the king. I love this series so much because it's all about you, mama. It's all about who you are who God has made you, what he's put inside of you. It's not about your kids. It's not about your husband. We're going to get to those things in the future. Like our next series, I'm excited for and getting really fired up about because oh, there's been some things happening that make me frustrated in the world, but we're going to be talking about marriage. So if that is you, your marriage is struggling, I um, want to speak to you. So stay tuned. Um, probably in a couple more weeks, we'll begin that series. But I, um, yeah, I'm excited about that. But before we go there, we got to first continue to talk about you and how God made you and that he is intended you to do good works on this earth and has crafted you intentionally for that. And so before you can care for your marriage and your kids, you've got to care for yourself by one, you know, we've talked about nourishing your soul and really like paying attention to your physical needs, emotional needs. Like, you know, we're not talking about self-care here where you have to go and get your nails done all the time, or um, we're not even talking about like just making your whole life about you and being selfish. No, we're talking about like, if you have to pee, go to the bathroom. If, if you're hungry, eat, which sounds so silly to anyone that's not in the thick, the thick of motherhood, right? Especially with littles. But when you're in the midst of it, like those things for many of us can feel like, I don't have time for that. How do I do that? That doesn't even make sense. And so we've got to first talk about how to care for yourself, how to use the gifts and everything that God, God has placed inside of you that, that the world needs. And through that, you're also going to find fulfillment and rejuvenation in your life. So we're going to continue talking about that. And today we're going to talk about not just you need to do this. We talked all about that in the last episodes about why you need to be walking in purpose because it's going to fill you up in this season of exhaustion. But also today we're going to talk about why your family needs you to do this thing why your husband needs you to do this, why your kids need you to do this, because I know you and I know that you love to take care of people or at least you feel like you have to and that anything that feels like it might be about you, you're going to put on the back burner or just cancel it out completely at the, the slightest blip of uh, opposition or challenge. And that is just not what we're here for. I want you to press forward. And so I'm going to talk to you today about why it's not just you that is going to be impacted by your decision to pursue purpose, but your family is going to be deeply impacted for the good. So let's do this. I'm excited. Let's go. Go. 
Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, Mama, so excited to dive in. So yes, I know I've, I've convinced, hopefully, many of you that you need to pursue purpose, that you need to be walking and calling. This is a non-negotiable because you're a Christ follower and you have to, like God has called you to make an impact on this world and because it's going to help you figure out who you are, find yourself in the midst of this season. Um, and so I hope that you're feeling like that, that drive, that excitement, that fire to do this. And the thing is, though, that as you begin, you know, like I was mentioning earlier, you are going to for sure have lots and lots of opposition. Like, it's a non-negotiable. First of all, the enemy does not want you to pursue purpose. The enemy wants you to stand still and keep your eyes focused on you, yourself, your kids, or, or you know, just continue to be overwhelmed, right? Not even have a capacity to think about purpose and calling, right? So there's going to be all kinds of opposition the enemy wants to throw at you to stop you from stepping into the calling that God has for you. And then on top of that, we have just like the practical challenges, right? I think time is the biggest one. Like in a season where you feel like you have negative time, right? Like you feel like you can't catch up, like you can't get ahead. How do you add something to that? Like it, it doesn't make sense. And so I, uh, I want to talk to you in the next episode after this about specifically about time, like what that looks like. How do you make time? Um, I'm going to share examples in my life about in different seasons, seasons, how I have made time just practically speaking. And so we're going to go there, but right now I just want to help you get this fire under your belt to do this work, to not back down, not let anything stop you to have a a realistic view of what is happening here and all of the ramifications attached to this. So I, I'm going to get this fire going for you. Okay. Because if you do not have this fire, you are absolutely going to let other people stop you or you're going to stop yourself. Like those things are going to come up. And so if you don't have that, like, I have to do this because God has called me to this and nothing is going to get in the way of that. Then there will be things that stop you. There will be excuses. There will be things that get in the way. And so today I want to try and get through some of those so that you can clear that path and keep going. I do want to mention before we dive in, you know, maybe for some of you, you're like, okay, I love this. I want to walk in purpose. I want to, I want to do all the things God has called me to, but oh my gosh, I can't even get through five minutes without an anxious thought, or I can't even get through a day without screaming at my children. And like, I, 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 how could I pursue this? Like I'm, I'm dying on the inside. Um, and, and maybe just dying isn't all, you know, maybe some of you are feeling that like you're dying on the inside. Maybe some of you are just feeling stuck like you can't move forward, like you're just stuck in this endless cycle of the same thing day after day where you're, you're just, you know, getting anxious, yelling, feeling down, 
not enjoying the season and you feel guilty about that. All of those things are internal work that needs to be done. And I want to do that work with you. If you are ready to finally enjoy motherhood and finally get rid and know how to control that anger and those anxious thoughts, and those thoughts of depression and that struggle to get out of bed in the morning, then I want to invite you to come inside my Healed Mama Academy that I can walk personally with you to battle those things. We work through all of that so you understand why those cycles keep happening, what to do about them, and how to make a new path. And I walk you through every step that you need, and I support you every week. We have group coaching together where I get to speak directly into your life, encourage you, set this fire under your bum like we're talking about and being like, hey, keep going, mama. Um, I get to help you just make sense of your world and why these things are happening again and again and just help give you some accountability to take these steps that you probably know you need to take. You know, some of this work is just knowing what you need to do, but you don't do it, right? And so some of it's on accountability, but I also provide you tools that you don't have right now that you need in your life. Trust me. The tools that I walk you through are game changers for literally every relationship in your life. Uh, so wherever you're struggling the most, maybe it's your marriage, maybe it's parenting, maybe it's boundaries with extended family, whatever that looks like, I, this tool helps you in every single area. And I walk you through step by step how to implement it so that you can stop the crazy cycle that has been ensuing. So go get all of the information. This is all you get access to group coaching for an entire year. And I would just love to do this with you. Go find out all of the information at morningmama.co, morningmama.co and apply and I'll get your application and read through it and get a hold of you. And we can just help you take this leap into what you're called to. Because ultimately, you know, we're talking about calling today, right? If you want to step into that calling, you do need to have a good foundation first of health in your spirit and your mind and your body. And if you don't have that foundation, it is going to be really challenging to fully step into calling. Now, I do believe stepping into calling is is a added part of healing. It's it's part of that healing process because God takes your past, takes your wounds, takes your struggles and redeems them as you help other people. So that's why in the academy as well, we talk about calling and I walk you through that because it's, it's a crucial part. But before you get to that step, you really do need to find that peace inside of you. So whatever you need to do to find that, maybe it's joining me in the academy, maybe it's going and getting some therapy. Like I just encourage you to do it. Stop making excuses because it's not just you that's missing out on the freedom that's coming. It's your husband. It's your kids. It's the world because whatever impact you are called to make is being limited by what you are carrying. So go do that work, mama. It is so worth it. Okay. So I want to, before we dive in, you know, we're talking about calling, but as a reminder, I just want to say, and you can go hear more details in the last two episodes. But when we're talking about calling, we aren't necessarily talking about like starting a new full-time job or starting a business or I don't know, going back to school, right? Something massive. It absolutely can be those things. Writing a book, right? It can be those things and very well likely might be, but that's not always what it is. Basically, what this looks like is taking that next step, that next step of action that God has for you. Like, think of it like this, right? I think most of us have this, I, this 
sense, this understanding that God wants us to take steps of internal action, right? He wants to grow us and heal us and, um, you know, get rid of sin inside of us, right? So we're changing our thought life. We're changing our prayer life. We're getting less angry, less anxious, right? All of those internal things, kind of like what I was just talking about with the academy or whatever you need to do to work on that internal component, right? And so I think we, most of us have that sense of that, of that internal part. But the thing is that God also wants to take, wants you to take external steps, you are called to impact the world around you. So as you take those internal steps, you're also called to take those external steps where you're talking to your neighbor, where you're, you are starting that business that impacts people or brings money into God's kingdom. You are, you know, writing that book that's going to help people. You are getting on the uh, team at church to help build the church and help use your gifts to bring glory to God, right? Like, so all of those external steps are part of what you are called to. So for all of us, yes, those of us that are married, we're called to marriage and all of us moms were called to to motherhood, but we all are also called to impact the world in other ways, right? Big or small, we are called to this. So don't, don't like exclude yourself on this conversation because you're like, well, I feel called to stay at home in this season. Okay, that's great. That's part of your calling, but what does that look like? How are you impacting the world around you as you're staying at home in this season, right? Like, are you being a light to the other moms in your neighborhood? Are, like, what are you doing with that extra time. And I know it's not really extra time because there's a lot to take care of. I get it. I've done it. Um, but what I mean by that is like, what, how are you being intentional with the spaces that you're in the influence that you have? Maybe it's in your kid's school. Maybe it's, um, like I said, in your neighborhood, maybe it's in your church. So don't, don't excuse yourself from this conversation. We are all called to take these next external steps that God has for us. Okay. All right. So let's dive in. I have five reasons that your family needs you to step into calling. Your family needs you to pursue purpose. You ready? All right, let's go. Number one, you will be a more joy-filled wife and mama. Now, we kind of talked a lot about this in the last episodes about how like this for me is the number one way that I stay sane in this season, that I know who I am in this season is because I am pursuing purpose, pursuing these things that God has called me to. And so I know, like, I know who I am and I get filled up. I talked a lot about how in this season, as much as I love my kids and I do, they do, you know, brighten my day and bring me joy. Most of the time it's, it's pretty exhausting, right? Like I'm pouring out physically, emotionally, lots and lots of patience, right? Like, I see all of you that come into the Facebook group and so many of you have multiple kids, young kids, right? Like there's, there's a lot going on and I'm right in there with it. You, I'm right in there with it, with you. I didn't sleep much. Words are hard, (laughs) but I I have a five-year-old, a two-year-old and a 10-month-old. So like we're, we're in it, right? Like we're in the thick of it. And so again, I love them, but they deplete me in a lot of ways. And so when I get to work, oh, it fills me up. Like, it feels like a break because I get to do something that like comes more natural to me. Like I love my kids and and there's parts of motherhood in this age that comes naturally to me, but it's not necessarily like using my core gifts, right? Like the reason I love the Academy is because I get to speak into your life. I get to coach 
I get to coach you through things. I get to hear what you're saying. I get to listen to the Holy Spirit and how he's leading me. And I get to, you know, help you see what God might be saying and challenge you and encourage you, right? And to, and to go deep and have these deep conversations and talk about the meaning of things and, and what's happening and, you know, all these deep conversations, right? I love that. And now, you know, with my five-year-old, I get to do a little bit of coaching and encouraging and, you know, reading the Bible together and teaching him. And and I love that. But a lot of this age, right, is like not a lot of that. It's a lot of playing and reading and, you know, trying to teach them about things around the house, you know, chores, which is not my favorite either. So, you know, it's not utilizing my core gifts. Now, when I get, they get to be teenagers, it might feel a little bit different. You know, we'll see it. I know teenage years can bring challenges, but I also want to encourage you, like, don't automatically label teenage years as negative. This is something I've been taught a lot by mentors and books that I've read. Like, there's a stigma in this world that teenagers are bad and so hard and just like, it's the worst season, right? It does not have to be that way. So don't automatically go into it thinking that don't label those years as like horrible, right? Like don't assume that because who knows what God's going to do. And I've seen many, many families walk through those teenage years with joy and connection. And of course there's different challenges that come up, but they're not like against their parents. Like there's not this antagonistic relationship that we kind of have this stereotype for. Now, a lot of this starts in, in how you parent when they're little and you're, you're building and working towards this and teaching them obedience at a young age so that they learn to submit and they learn to be in a healthy relationship with you as the authority. Um, and then, you know, that shifts and changes as they get older. And so all that to say, that's a complete side note, but I, you know, we'll probably have to talk about that again soon because it's something that's so, so crucial to remember is that like that is not how it has to be. So all that to say, I was <laughs> going down this bunny trail because, you know, in that season, I might be more filled up by my kids. We'll see. And I'm not in that season yet, so I can't assume, but I, I am going to have deep conversations with them and I'm going to ask them like, okay, what do you think about this? And and how do you feel about this? And what, what are your thoughts here? And I get to encourage them a little bit and coach them a little bit. And it's going to be so fun. I can't wait. Okay. So now when I'm in this part of motherhood, that's like a lot about the physical aspects. It's just harder. And it does, it does bring that depletion. And so when I get to sit down and do something that aligns more closely with my God-given gifts, I get filled up and I do have more joy and it's easier to have patience. And I've done the internal work, but it's also like creating a balance in my life where I am not just pouring out all of the time, which, you know, work is is a form of pouring out, but it does come back and fill me up. So, this is why like my husband can feel that impact. My kids can feel that impact really like, like we set the tone for our homes. So if we are happy and fulfilled now, I, I, I struggle to use that word happy because, you know, following Jesus isn't always like sunshine and rainbows, right? You're going to have bad days. There's going to be challenges. 
you know, it's, it's picking up your cross and following God. So it's not always happy, but I do have more joy. I do have more happiness because I am walking in purpose because it fills me up. Not just that I get to do this work, but I know that I'm making this bigger impact on the world. And honestly, like, I think that's part of one of the, the biggest challenges of motherhood is that we don't often see the result of our work. You know, we feel like we're pouring out, pouring out, and we feel like we fail every day because, you know, at the end of the day, all we can think about is the moments we yelled at our kids or we, you know, just weren't as present as we hoped, or we got caught up in cleaning the house and we didn't spend time with them. Like those are the things that come to mind. And so we, we so easily forget all the things we did do, which there's a lot. So, you know, pro quick tip, take a sit down at the end of the day and make a list of all the things you did do. And it, it's really helpful. I may or may not have some uh, tools coming out soon in the form of a course, more details to follow soon. Um, but you know, you can just start doing that on your own and you're on a piece of paper or in your iPad, iPhone, um, or whatever phone, <laughs> your notepad in your phone. Um, but the thing is like, we are making an impact and often years later, in my parenting, you're going to get to see this. And sometimes, you know, I don't always get to see this, but I, there will be glimmers of this for me at, at, with my kids at this age. Like I'll catch them, um, my five-year-old and my two-year-old just kind of like loving each other and being kind to each other. And it just lights me up. Or like my son made um, all on his own, like his own idea and everything, made a card for one of the his friends in his class that was sick. And not like, you know, he wasn't in the hospital. He just had a cold. He was like, I want to make him a card. And I was like, okay, I love that, bud. Let's do it. Um, so I see these little glimmers of like, okay, like it's working, right? Like things, things are happening. Like, or even like when we go out to eat or whatnot, almost every time when I'm alone with my kids, we'll get stopped and someone will be like, Hey, your kids are really well behaved. Um, and I am just so encouraged by that. I'm like, really? Are you sure about that? (laughs) By the way, I don't want to discourage any of you that don't have that. Um, I want to encourage you by saying there are tools that you can get to that place with your kids. If you follow the ways of God and some wisdom of people that came before you. And so that's something that I, um, can help, help you walk in if, if you want some support there. Um, that's also something we talk through in the Academy, but all that to say, like something is working, right? <laughs> in the, in the equation of all the craziness that we're doing, something is working and, uh, it feels encouraging, but most of the time we're pouring out and pouring out and pouring out. And we don't see like that impact. We don't, get to see the fruit right away. You know, we wonder and we question if anything is, is helping them or how they're doing, right? Cause we see a lot of the emotions and the tantrums and, and the disobedience. And we're trying to navigate all of that. And so we don't always see that fruit. And so all that's say, I mean, I am long winded today. <laughs> uh, apparently I just really want to be filled up because I just want to sit here with you forever. Um, I, when we walk in purpose, it, it's something that you actually do get to see the fruit more readily. It's not usually as much of a long game where you're waiting to see like the fruit of all that you're pouring out. And so when you're walking in purpose, it, it feels amazing because you're like, oh, 
look what I just made. Look what I just accomplished. Look what God just did through me, right? And now some of some of the things we might be called to might also involve the long game in terms of praying for others and inviting people to church. You know, that, that can take a long time. But a lot of times when we're walking in purpose, you're going to get to see more of that. And so it really does help you feel more fulfilled. And when you're feeling more fulfilled, then you are going to be more full of joy, right? And ultimately, the only thing that can truly fulfill us is God. But when we're walking in purpose, we're doing these things with him. And he did create us to do these good works on earth. And so that does fill us up because he made us to do this. Okay, so you will be filled more with joy. Now, I do want to give the caveat as well. Sometimes the purpose and calling, it might add pressure to your life. So pressure can turn to stress or it's something that needs to be managed. It doesn't always feel good. Um, and absolutely, you know, I think I shared about this just in the last couple episodes, but I, in, as I've pursued purpose, it definitely in certain uh, weeks, seasons, even there is like a, a gnawing pressure that sometimes feels very uncomfortable, um, especially when God's stretching me. And, and that is part of pursuing purpose is, is to be stretched. And so for me, what that looks like is when I've been called to do some in-person speaking events and that is just not um, my normal MO, <laughs> not like what I would choose on my own. That's the the way that God is stretching me right now. And so that adds when I'm preparing for that and, and leading up to that, it adds a pressure to me that, you know, my, my I'm sure my husband feels it, right? Like I, I don't always manage it well. It is something I, I have to be uh, aware of. I have to um, be okay with some of that discomfort and again, pressure is not bad. Uh, we just don't want to turn to stress. But, you know, I just don't, I want to say like, it doesn't mean sunshines and rainbows with all of pursuing purpose and calling. Um, there are challenges that come with it as well. But I think overall, for me, it does make me more filled with joy. Okay. Number two, you will not depend on your husband or your kids for your purpose. So the reason that your family needs you to pursue purpose is so that you do not depend on them to fill you up, to give you purpose, to give you meaning, to give you identity. Like that is a lot of pressure. And I think, you know, this can happen in marriage too, but I think especially in motherhood, this easily can happen where we, especially if we're a stay at home mom, we can easily just fall into making our kids our purpose. And when they're our purpose, that actually adds a lot of unhealthy pressure onto them because like they're our everything, right? And and they are the center of our world. But the thing is, they're not meant to be the center of our world. They're not meant to be our everything, Right. Jesus is meant to be our center. Jesus is meant to be our everything. And so if we're putting them at that center, we're making them an idol. And they're going to feel the impact of that because now like it's not just that we're caring for them, but we need to care for them, right? Like it becomes something that can be unhealthy and then we might over care for them and and not allow them enough independence or responsibility and you know there's so much that can be wrapped up into that or when when they're you know getting older and they're needing us less that can create challenges we can maybe hold them back because 
our identity is so wrapped up in caring for them that we aren't able to clearly see how to release them into the world and how to trust God and really like how even to help them have God at the center. Because part of when we get caught in that identity is we want them to have us at the center. It's, it's like that, you know, you're at my center. I want you at, I want to be at your center. Like, and I don't think these are conscious thoughts most of us have. Um, but I think that that's kind of the underlying beliefs and feelings that come when we begin to make our children idols and we get too wrapped up in our identity as mothers and we don't separate ourselves like we are meant to, right? Because really season of motherhood, sure, you're, you're a mother forever. You know, it never, never goes away. You're always going to pray for your kids and think about them and potentially worry about them, right? We're called never to worry, but we all know what, what that, like, it's hard not to worry about our kids. Um, and so that's a forever job, right? But in terms of like moving from tons of physical care that's needed and tons of emotional care that's needed, like that's all temporary, you know, then they move into teenage years and they still need some of that, but a lot less of that. And then eventually, you know, they become adults and they need a lot less of that. And then they get married and they need even more less of that. Right. And so there's, this is just a, a moment. Obviously bigger than that, but the intensity of what's happening is just a moment. And so if we make it our everything, gosh, in in 10, 20, you know, maybe 30 years, we're going to be at a loss. Like we're not going to know who we are. We're not going to know where our head is. Like we might have stunted our children. Our marriages are for sure going to be on the rocks, right? If we're making our kids our everything, that puts everything in a tailspin. So we have got to make sure that we're putting Jesus at the center and we're fulfilling the purposes he has for us, which yes, includes marriage and motherhood, but is not the fullness of it. And so in order to not put all of that on your kids and get your identity wrapped up in them, we need to be pursuing these other things that God calls us to. So mama, make sure your identity is rooted in Christ. It's kind of what this whole series is about, right? And make sure that you are having a full picture of what it looks like to pursue calling. Now, this season might involve more time, right? You might have an awareness of like, yeah, right now I'm called to be at home a lot with my kids. And that's part of it, right? Um, And then you know in the next season it might look different. But I'm just saying, you know, I'm talking about like making them your everything, and not having any kind of outside awareness of what else God might call you to in this world, even if it means starting a, um, a mom wine night in your neighborhood to be the light and help women find Jesus, even if it's serving in your church, right? Even if it's um, starting a book club, right? Like whatever that thing that God is calling you to. And again, it might be something bigger too. But those are the first two. We're going to dive more next episode and then in the next three of the reasons that your 
family actually needs you to pursue purpose. It's not just for you. Let me pray for you. God, I thank you for these mamas that are here. God, I pray that you would just speak to their hearts. God, would you just show them what you have for them? God, would you help them to be aware of any places they have made their children or their marriage an idol, God, and help them just to root their identity and their purpose in you and what you have for them, God. I pray that you would just speak to them what this what this purpose looks like, this calling looks like, God, and you give them the courage to walk in it. God, I just thank you that you have made us to do good works on this earth. And like, what an insane privilege, God, that we get to be a part of your work here on this earth. God, we just love you. We thank you for just making us a part of your story. Uh, we just pray, God, for more of you in all that we're doing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.